Amen. Welcome to the church this morning. We're so glad that you have joined us. Happy Easter. Let's sing this song together. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of way? It was my Till I met you.
I, I believe this morning, um, as we continue to, to sing along, if you're in your house, if you're sitting in your living room, you gather around as a family, we remember what we celebrate today, that hope truly is alive.
is alive today The stone was rolled away Death defeated in his grave Our hope is alive today Cause he is alive today And no matter what we face We overcome in Jesus' name Hope is alive I know this is uh, it's just a different year. It's just a different thing to, to be sitting around on Easter Sunday and, 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 and watching a screen and trying to sing lyrics with your family into a screen. But I just want to challenge us right now if we can sing through that chorus together as your family, as our family, and, and we just believe the truth that are in those lyrics. If we can sing that right now. Just sing it out. Close your eyes. Lift your hands out where you're at. And just begin to, to let that penetrate your heart. Come on, sing with us. Because he is alive today. The storm is rolled away. Death defeated in his grave. Hope is alive today. Because he is alive today. We overcome in Jesus' name. Our hope is alive. Father God, we just give you thanks that you are the hope, that you are alive, that you really did it, that you really not only you you not only took our sin, you not only died on the cross, but you really did it. You rose from from the grave on the third day and, and that there is actual hope. Lord, help us to hear your word this morning. Help us not to miss the truth and what you have to say, God. Help us just to get out of the way and just to hear you. It's in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You can go ahead and say it, man. I don't care where you're at, all right? Come on, man. We, we can say praise the Lord. I guarantee you every tree, every bit of creation behind me and around me is praising the Lord. The trees clap. The mountains sing. That's what the word says, man, and I believe it. I don't know about you, man. And so we have this great story, all right, that we need to tell, man, and I think we needed a, a great stage, amen, a big stage, amen. Check this out, man. Welcome, all right, to the church online. Praise the Lord, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me pray with us real quick, man. So, Father, we just give you the praise. Lord God, we give you the honor. Lord God, we're blown away, Lord God, all right, by everything that's happening around us. We're blown away, Lord God, by your creation, by how you have formed every rock, how you have formed every tree, how you have formed every mountain, Lord God. We're blown away, all right, by the sky. We're blown away by everything that you give, and we just give you the praise. We just give you the glory. We didn't do this. We know how to wreck this, but we don't know how to make this, Lord God. Only you do. And we give you all the glory, and we give you all the praise. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Check this out, man. I don't know about you, all right? I don't know about you, man, but, uh, but I'm ready for a better story. I'm ready for a different story. 
I'm ready for a story that is greater than the story that we're constantly trying to be reminded of, man. I'm ready for a different story. I'm ready to be reminded. I think it's time that we be reminded of a, of a much bigger story than the stories that are trying to own our life right now. I think it's time that, that we are reminded that there is a story, a greater story, all right, that began from the beginning of time, man. His story, God's story, man. And here's what's crazy, man. God started the story. He placed us in the story, all right? And he gave us the choice to run with it or to run from it, amen? That's what he did. Our problem, our problem is, is this is this, this, so often, man, we choose to ignore his story. We choose to set his story aside and we trade it in for the story that just happens to be the loudest at the moment, the loudest story. And usually the loudest story, man, I don't know about you, but usually the loudest story, isn't it usually the one that feels the best or the one that hurts the most, right? Those are usually the loudest stories, man. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about you, man, but I get tired of those stories, man, because they just don't seem to have any legs to them, man. They don't, they don't last. <laughs> and they just keep trying to own me. And what happens, man, is that we forget his story, the greatest story, the better story, all right? Because life just gets too loud, man. It just gets way too loud, all right? We all need, I think, you know, sometimes, man, if you need to be reminded of God's story, check this out. If you need to be reminded of God's story, here's, you know what I want you to do? Check this out. If you need to be reminded of God's story, all right, if the stories around are just starting to get too crazy and they're starting to get too loud right now, right, and you know what, and you're just tired of the stories that are trying to own your life, just walk outside and just take a look out. Just take a look outside. Just look up into the sky and just recognize there's a story that has been going on way before you got here. And it's still going, even though you're here. And God willing, I mean, you know, if, if Jesus doesn't come back, the story's going to keep going until he does come back. Let's go outside, man, and remind yourself. There's a much, much, much bigger story taking place. His story. The great story. Take a look, man. It's the story that we've been created for. His story. And I believe right now, I truly believe that right now, man, right now, this moment, just like me, you're needing a bigger story. I believe that right now, man, that, that the story that's trying to control your life just isn't good enough, man. Even if it's the story that you want, even if it's the story that you created for your life, I guarantee you, man, I believe that you want a, a better story. I believe this. I believe deep down inside that you know that you were created for a bigger story. I believe deep down inside you know that you were created for so much more. I got to believe that, man. And so this morning, man, we're going we're gonna to tell his story. This morning, we want to we tell his story. But you know what, man? I want to start from the beginning. I want to start from the beginning because too often when the story of Christ is told, when the story, of, when God's whole story is told, too often they start where the story got messed up. Too often the story starts where it got messed up rather than where it was meant to be right. And so I just want you, man, check this out. I just want you to give me 30 minutes, approximately. 30 minutes to about three hours. Just, just sit back, all right, somewhere in that time frame. 
Now, just give me about 30 minutes of your focus. All right, and let's just kind of put this story to the test. All right, let's put the story to the test. I just want you to kind of shut everything down. I know things are going crazy in your house right now, all right? Or maybe you've, you've told, you know, everybody, just calm down. We're gonna, just give us 30 minutes. Just 30 minutes. Tell the kids you give them five bucks, all right? Just, just shut up for a minute. Well, don't tell them shut up because that's not nice to tell your kids that, all right? Tell them, please be quiet, all right? <laughs> well, did we hear the story, man? All right, we just want to listen to this story. 30 minutes. I just want you to focus with me. And, I, and I, right, what I want you to do, man, right, right now in your heart, in your heart, man, right now, I just want you to pray with me. And I want you to say these words as we're praying. All right, chicks, I want you to say these words, man. I, I want you to say, I want you to say, God, as we're praying right now, I want you to say, God, I want a bigger story. God, I, I want a better story. I want your story. Lord God, help me to know truth, the truth of your story and the truth of my story and what needs to be adjusted. And so let's pray. Father, we just give you the praise. And Lord God, we just give you the honor and the glory. And Lord God, I think all of humanity at this point, the planet is crying out for a better story. And so, Lord God, we're just going to come in front of you and just say, can you remind us that there is a greater story and it has been taking place, it has been taking place, it will always be taking place. Can you just kind of remind us? And, Lord God, can you just help us to see the kind of adjustment that we need to make with our story compared to your story and so that we can maybe, man, Lord God, just allow you to take over the whole story. Again, we just give you the praise. We just give you the honor, and we just give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a good place to say amen. So check this out. The story begins like this, at least where it begins for us. It doesn't begin for God there, all right? That's another story for another time, man, all right? And we're not going to talk about that right now, but we're going to talk about our beginning. All right? We're, we're our beginning, created by a God who we say and we believe has no beginning, he is forever, and he will always be, man. That's just our God. Another story, another time, like I said. But right now, I want us to kind of just remember that in the very beginning of our story, a few words, it says, in the beginning, God. In the beginning. This is the beginning of our story. Every one of our stories. This whole thing has a beginning, all right? You didn't start it. I didn't start it. You know what? Only one God started it. It said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it says, it says that the earth was, was formless. At that time, it was formless. It was void. And the spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters. God was there. The spirit of the Lord was there. Wait, we're missing somebody, ain't we? Where was Jesus? Check this out. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was formless and void, and the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the, the waters. And then God said, okay, I think we miss this so much. We miss this so much, man. God said, okay, I need a drink. Hold on. It's about ready to get crazy, all right? I know this. Uh, it's already feeling crazy for me. 
In the beginning, all right, God created. The spirit of the Lord was there. And then, and then God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said. Now, here's what I know. Here's what I recognize is that, is that, is that Jesus Christ is called the word of God. That's his name. He's called the word of God. You know, the scriptures tell us in the beginning was the word. This is out of John. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him. The word of God. God said, all right, God spoke, God's word, Jesus Christ, all right, everything it says was, was made through him and without him, not anything was made that was made. He made everything. God spoke and there was light. Through Jesus, there was light. God spoke and then there was, there was, this, there was this atmosphere. Through Jesus, there was this atmosphere. God spoke, all right? He spoke, man. And then, and then, and then there was, there was, there was, there was, there was uh, land that, that came out of the waters. God spoke. And then there was trees, all right, that grew on the land and bushes and stuff like that. God spoke and these things started to happen, man. And he said, he said, you know what he said? He said, let, let the waters be filled with, 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 with swarms of, 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 of life. And let the air be filled with, with, with birds, God created, man, and he put animals in it, and then, and then all these things came upon the earth, man, and, and he, was, he was setting the stage. You're like, what was God doing, man? Why was he doing all that? He was setting the stage. He was getting everything ready through Jesus Christ. He was getting everything ready, and you say, ready for what? For you, for me. He was getting everything ready for us. He made everything for us. This whole thing is for us. It's for you. It's for me. And then it said that, that, that God made man and woman. He said, let's check this out. This is where it gets really crazy. And then so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. He, he made everything for, uh, he set the stage and then he put his, 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 his pride and joy on the stage. He, he, he created all this for you and for me and he placed us in it and he said, be fruitful and multiply. He said, you can have everything there is on the planet. And what, what is unique is he said that he created everything else he just created. But for you and me, he, says, he said that he created us in his image. And this explains so much, right? This explains why, you know, that, that, that this explains so much because it explains that why we even know how to love. It explains that why we even know how to encourage one another, how to care for one another, how, how to take care of one another, how to protect one another. It just it explains so much that we were created in his image. And why I think we too much, some gets lost there when we talk about being created in the image of God. This is where the story starts. This is our bigger story. This is the greater story. There's a story going on in the world right now trying to own you. That's not the story, man. There's a much bigger story. He said that he created us in his image. Now, what does that mean? Yes, you know, how to love and, and how to care and how to encourage and how, you know, how, how to take care of one another, but also to be an imager. He created us to be imagers, man, to be, to, be, to be imagers, to show each other what God looks like 
in our life with one another. He created us to be like him, to one another, all right, for one another and for his glory. I mean, this explains it, don't you think? This explains it why everyone, not just Christians, this explains why everyone, everyone of us know how to love. This explains why we know how to be generous. Explains why we know how to be kind to one another. Because this is how he created us. And you know what's crazy, man? This is, man, this is, this is what's really crazy. This blows my mind. Because we already know this. <laughs> we already know this, man. We were born knowing this. We already know this. We, we, we came into this world knowing that there was something bigger taking place, and we're a part of that big thing. We came in knowing this, and through the years, people have tried to talk us out of, of the big thing and say, you're not a part of the big thing, and then maybe you are a part of this big thing, and maybe you're a part of that thing, but you're not a part. There is no grand. Yes, there is. There's a grand story, and every one of us are a part of it, and we know this. And everything he created, he said, was good. And then when he created us, when he created man, when he created woman, he said, everything is very good. It's amazing. It's awesome. Everything was very good. Why? Because he made us in love. He made us in love. He made us for love. He made us out of love. And he made us to love. And we, we know this. But here's the crazy part, man. <laughs> Here's the crazy part, because in order for love to exist, check this out. Are you with me? Come here. Get a little close. In order for love to exist, he made us, remember, he made us in love. He made us out of love. He made us for love. And he made us to love. But, but in order for love to exist, man, here's the key. Here's the thing. Man. There, we have to be able to choose to love, right? And so he gave us an opportunity to choose to love, to choose to, to love him back. He gave us an option to love him back as well as the choice not to love. And, and, and we chose not to love. Are you with me? We chose not to love. Now, I got to tell you something. That choice broke the planet. That's the choice that broke the planet. See, that's the choice that continues to break the planet. We wonder why things are so broken, why things are so messed up. We've been given an opportunity to love, man. We've been given a choice to love. And when we chose not to love God back, it broke the planet. Everything had a shelf life. Everything started to die. Everything was you know, falling apart, and there's this brokenness. And that's the only explanation of why things are crazy. Because God gave us an opportunity to love him back. You say, well, we shouldn't have done that. Well, then there'd be no such thing as love. But because we chose him not to, that choice, we chose not to, that choice is what broke the planet. You see, everything was actually perfect. Before that. And then we chose, and then we ran with our choice, man. And you know what's crazy? Through that story, man, over and over, through his story, God threw in a very obscure, uh, uh, seemingly irrelevant and even unassuming group of people. He tried, not tried, 
but he continued to give us an opportunity through this group of people to turn back. This group of people we know as the Israelites. It's part of the story. It's part of our story. You say, I'm not Jewish. I'm not an Israelite. This is, you're, 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 you've been created by an amazing creator, by God himself. And this is part of the story. And since we chose not to love, he gave us opportunities. He even gave us some rules to show us how helpless we are and how much we actually needed more than our choice. We needed a savior to lead us to the right choice. Over through the years, man, this story just, he just, he just continued to allow these people to, 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 to lead us and, to, and then, 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 then to be led astray and then and to walk away and to come back and walk away over and over. And then there's this moment in history where, the, where God just kind of went silent. This moment in history, man, God went silent. He, he's got 400 years. This is part of the story. I'm telling you this grand story. This is the story that we're about. There's a story out there that's trying to claim your life. I don't got time for that story. Do I understand it? Am I concerned about it? Absolutely. I'd be a fool not to be. But you know what? I have to know that there is a greater reality. There is a greater story, and it's his story. And this is how it went through the years of mankind. Since the beginning of all this, man, the story has just been moving. And this people group, all right, constantly he's trying, he's using to try to bring us into this relationship with him, but we chose not to. And then he just got quiet for about 400 years. And then at the, the center of time, the center of the universe, the center of everything that exists, in the very middle of it all, Jesus Christ shattered the silence. It's, it's pretty wild. You know this. Jesus Christ shattered the silence. God shattered it all, man, in the, in the presence and in the person, all right, of his son, of him in the flesh, Jesus Christ. And here's what's crazy. All at once, all at once, man, at that moment in time, all at once, he took us from the present to the beginning and from the beginning to the future with the very, very existence of Jesus Christ on the planet. And you're like, what does that mean? I'll just show you. In John chapter 1, verse 9, it says this, beginning in verse 9, it says that he was in the world. Who was in the world? God was in the world. Right? Before it was these people, here, come on, these rules, here, try. Nothing was working, right? And it wasn't because God was failing. It was because we just kept choosing not to love. And then he sent his son, something he said he was going to do at the very beginning of time. And now he's in the world. Check this out. Present to the beginning, beginning to the future. This is our story. We're all a part of this whole thing. We're part of the present, we're part of the beginning, and we're part of the future. you got to own this. This is a big deal. Check this out. Here's where he said this. Look at He was in the world, all right, the present, all right? And the world was made through him, the beginning, all right? Yet the world didn't know him. And he came to his own people back to the present, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave a future. He gave a future, the right to become children of God who were born not of the blood, not of the flesh, not of the will, not of the will of man or the will of flesh, but of God. You're like, what does that even mean? God came to for a certain point in time, all right? And Jesus being here in a certain point of time, all right, the declaration was that he is there, he's been here since the beginning. 
So he took us from that point to the beginning. He takes you to this point right now, and he says, look, I want to take you back to the beginning because you're part of this whole story, and your story began when the world began. And Jesus was there when it began, loving you, waiting for you. We walked away. We chose not to love. And so he came. He came to his own, and his own didn't receive him. Back to the present. And he says, but those of us who did receive him, those who did receive them, receive him, he gave the right to become children of God. I think there's a common misconception out there consistently that we're all God's children. No, we're all God's creation. All right? We get to choose to be his child or not. What have you chosen? All right? Who gave the right to become children of God who are not born of blood? All right? Not the way that we know to be born. They're not born of the will of the flesh. You know, we're going to have some babies or the will of man, but of the Spirit of God. They're born again. This is what it means. Those who went along in life and said, I chose not to run with God, but I chose to run from God. But now I want to choose to run with God. I want to accept what Christ did for me. And then spiritually be reborn. Reborn back into the story that we were created for. Isn't that amazing? This is a big deal, man. This is a big deal. I don't know how, how we could settle for any other story. I don't know how we can, we, can, we can just be okay with any other story. Because here's what happened. Remember? Okay, remember we said in the beginning. Hold on. Wait, come on back. Remember? Stay. Come on. Man, just put that down and just listen for a minute. Just hold on. Well, we only got a few minutes left. Check this out. Remember in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Spirit of God was hovering over the earth. God said, spoke through the word. Everything was made through Jesus Christ. All right? Jesus is the word. Now check this out. And then the word. This is John chapter. You can look this up, man. You can, I, I, test, test me on this. Look what it says. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word, the word of God, the word of God, God said, let there be light. There was light. The word of God became flesh. And he dwelt among us. And we see in his glory, the only son of God, full of grace and truth. The true image of God was on the planet. We were created in the image of God, and now the true image of God was on the planet. God himself was on the planet. This is insane, all right? The true image of God was right here on the planet because why? Because he was God. How was he the true? He's shown us what we needed to look like. Jesus came and said, look it, man, I'm going to be born just like you. I'm going to, you know what? Here's what I know, man. We're dealing with some crazy stuff, man, and we're like, where's God in all this suffering? He stepped into the suffering. He didn't watch from way back here and goes, man, this really sucks for you guys. No, he came in into the suffering, and he suffered more than any of us could ever suffer as he assumed every bit of your sin, every bit of my sin, but he also came in the image of God because he was God and showed us what it looked like to be imagers of God as we live here on the plain, as he lived a sinless life, a life of love. He showed us what we were actually created to be, not only in our relationship to God, but our relationship to one another. You find all of that in the person of Christ. You find all of that in who he is. Not who he was, but who he is. This is a big deal, man. I don't know, man. Is anybody hearing me? Anybody, 
Anybody feeling this? Because it's freaking me out. <laughs> All right? I mean, it's no wonder his life changed the whole calendar, right? Because everything... <laughs> His life changed the calendar. Everybody said, stop time. <laughs> All right, Jesus lived, died, rose again. Okay, start over. Start, let's redo, right? A do-over. That's what he got. It's no wonder his life changed the calendar. It's no wonder that we haven't forgotten about him since. It's no wonder that 2,000 years later, he is still the beacon of hope. He is still the beacon of what's true. He is still the beacon of what's pure. He is still the beacon of what is righteous. He is still the beacon of, of love. Praise the Lord. Amen. Still the beacon of love. He said that he came filled with grace and truth. And here's what we know. What truth? The truth is that the wages, of, come on, man. The wages of sin is death. This is the truth. Man, you got to grab a hold of that. This is the greater story. This is the bigger story. The stories that are trying to own your life right now, this isn't the story. God started a story, all right? It began in the beginning. It's carrying on now, and it's going on into the future. It's his story. And Jesus came in the center of time, man, and filled with grace, filled with truth. They're filled with, and then you're like, what is the truth? That the wages of sin is death, the wages of our choice. And when God gave us the choice to love him or run from him, and we chose to run from him, the wages of that is death. Remember, our choice broke the planet, and everything dies. But what about the grace? What is he said, full of truth and full of grace? What is the grace? The grace is that the free gift of God. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. It's in Christ Jesus. He's given us an opportunity. He's given you the opportunity. Your, 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 your choices. God, oh, God is a God of do-overs, man. He's a God of, of restart, reboot, do this thing all over again. Refresh the page, all right? God is, he's that God. And he's given us this opportunity in his son, Jesus Christ. What are you gonna do with that opportunity? He didn't give us an opportunity to play church. He's not coming after and say, you know what, man? If you would just go to church on Sunday, your life is gonna be great. Well, I'm not here to tell you, man. Going to church don't make you a child of God any more than going to McDonald's makes you a hamburger. You understand? Come on, man. It's a choice. It's a choice. All right. I told you 30 minutes. All right. <laughs> and we're almost there. Praise the Lord. I only got about another hour and a half. Okay, ready? Here we go. Praise the Lord. He gave us this opportunity. Truth and grace. That's Jesus. Truth is God demands a payment. All right. For sin. And we're going to call it sin. We're not calling it mistakes. We're calling it sin. This is what it is, man. My life, I, 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 I'm a life, a life of sin. And the grace is that, that, you know, the truth, God demands a payment for that sin. The grace is that God made the payment for us. But you got to take the payment. You got to receive that free gift. Here's what I know, man, and here's what we know. We, we have this recorded, man, is the night that, that he went to go pay up for us, that night, that last night that he was here on the planet before he went to go uh, pay, pay up for you and me, 
He had a prayer that he prayed. This big, long prayer. You find it in John chapter 17. It's an amazing prayer. Probably take you a couple years just to study that whole prayer. But there's this one prayer, part of the prayer, where, I, where it just kind of makes my heart skip a beat, man, because I realize he's praying for you and he's praying for me. Because as he's praying in this prayer, in John chapter 17, verse 20 through 21, he says this, look, at, I'm not only praying for these guys that are with me. He's talking to the Lord, and he's, he's talking to the Father, and he's talking about the disciples that are with him in that room. And he says, look, at, man, I'm not just praying for them. I'm praying for every one of these people way up here in these white mountains, all over the world, wherever you're at. I'm praying that for every one of them that believe in me, not just buy the T-shirt, not just get the necklace, not just wear the earrings, not just put the memes up on your Facebook or, you know, not just have a daily devotion, but, but the trust me with their whole life. He says, I'm praying that they all might be one. Just like you and me, Father, are one. And the world may believe that you sent me as they are in us and I, we are in them. Jesus prayed that the night that he was arrested. That night that he, you know, you remember the night, you've heard of the night, the night he went to go pay that debt that he didn't know because we owed a debt, we, we owed a debt that we could never pay. Because we gave, we had that original choice, man, and we ran from God. We chose to run from God rather than run with God. And so God demanded a payment. But here's what's crazy, man, is our, our desire for separation, man, did just that. And he gave it to us. He allowed us to separate ourselves. He doesn't force us to be with him. And now we feel like something's missing. See, every one of us know this, that without God, something huge in our life is missing, and it is life itself. God is the author of life, right? And, 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 and we know this. We know this, man. And so, and so we, we think, well, well, well what, what do we do about this? What do we do about this, man? The Apostle Paul was chilling in front of a group of people just like us who had questions and were tripping and trying to wonder about things, all right? And they're trying to wonder about things. And here's, here's what I know. He, and I'm paraphrasing. Here's what he said to him, man. Okay, uh, you ready? Come here. Come here, check it out. All right, here's what he said. I'm going to paraphrase this. Is that a, Acts chapter 17? Probably going to get some emails. That's not what it says. All right? Just calm down. You know what I mean? Just breathe. Eat some more bacon. All right? No, don't eat. It's probably bad for you. Anyways, never mind. I eat bacon. I love bacon. So anyways, that's not what we're talking about bacon. All right? So check this out. Here's what, here's what he said. He says, I, I know that you know that you were created to worship. He says, I know that you know that you were created to worship. And I know that you know that you were created to worship in love and that you love to worship. And many times, because you don't know what that looks like or what that means, you end up worshiping and just loving yourself. This is what Paul was, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, and you end up becoming this unknown God. But let me just tell you that the God who created all things doesn't point you, know, you back to yourself. Matter of fact, he points you to him. And he uses you to point to him for others. And he makes you a restorer of the streets. And here's what he said, man. This is, now I'm going to read word for word what he said out of Acts chapter 17. Because what do we do with this? How do we appeal to this story? Here's what he said. The times of ignorance, God overlooked. In his mercy, he held back the payment. 
But now he, he commands that all people everywhere to repent. What does that mean? Repent means that, that, that you know what? In my mind, I know I've been living and just kind of running from God, living away from God, running away from God. In my heart, I'm, I'm broken over that. And that might be you right now. I'm broken over that. All right? And, 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 and my hands are going to prove my life is going to change because of this. This is repentance. Head, heart, and hands. Mind has changed. I'm going the wrong way. Heart is broken from running from God. Hands, I'm going to prove it with a life that is different, that has changed for the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. He says, times of ignorance, God has overlooked, man. But right now, today, he commands that all people everywhere to repent because he's fixed the day that he's going to judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And this he has given us assurance to all by raising him from the dead. I'm going to ask the band to come on up here right now because I want to lead you into this prayer, and I think this is important. All right? The, 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 the apostle Peter he put it this way, because we're, right now we're running. We're lo- everybody's scrambling for answers. But I don't know if we're asking the right question. Everybody's scrambling to know what. And then, you know, I don't know that we're asking the right question. I think the greatest question that we could answer is, am I appealing, am I living the right story? I often ask you, man, what story is it you're going to want to tell next year? What story are you going to want to tell your kids? What story are you going to want to tell your grandkids? What stories are you going to be told of you? All right? I, I think there's the better question. I think if we can start settling in that question, am I in his story? All right? Can I be involved in his story? What does it look like to be involved in his story? The apostle Peter said this in Acts 4, 12. He said this, there is salvation, all right? And, you know, there is, there is the, the, the greater story in, in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus made a way. We're on his stage. We're already in his story. All right, the question is, do you even care? All right, we want our stage. I get it, man. We want our story, all right? And I understand that. And he's not saying that, you know, he's not taking that away from you. The things that we've built, they matter. They matter to God, but we got to recognize that we built them on his stage. The stories that we tell, all right, now, some of those stories are very valuable to us, but we have to recognize, all right, that because of his story that we even have a story to tell. Today, right now, this morning, or this evening, whenever you're watching this, this moment, maybe you can say, maybe it's April 12th for you right now, or maybe you're watching this later, I don't know, but if you're watching this Easter morning, maybe you can call it April 12th, man, 2020, in the midst of, the, of, of, the, of, a, of a world story that was just trying to own my emotion and own my life, I changed my story by giving it to Jesus Christ. That could be your story. 
What story do you want to tell? There is no salvation anywhere. There is no greater story than the story of Jesus Christ. I want you to take a moment right now. All right? I want you to take a moment. I want you to take a moment right now. I'm just going to drop this over here. Don't freak out. All right? I'll pick it up and take it home. Don't worry. I want to challenge you right now. This moment. I'm not going to tell you what to pray. I think you already know. The scriptures even tell us that, that, that we don't have to go looking real, real far. All right? We don't have to go searching across oceans and through, 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 through time and space to find, all right, Jesus. He's right here in front of your lips. The word of salvation is right here. If you would just ask God to take your story and to own your story and to give you his story, he will do it. If you believe that Jesus Christ, all right, that Jesus Christ died for your sins, that Jesus Christ was buried and that three days later he rose from the grave and is Lord of all, if you believe that in your heart, and so many of you believe that, you're like, I do believe that, I do believe that, but there's another part to it. If you would confess through with your mouth and just like make it known, man, he is my Lord. If you would just confess that and make it known, the scriptures say that you'll be his. And you have a new story. Does it mean all the pain and brokenness disappears? No. It just helps you. It means that because you're part of this greater story, that pain and that brokenness will not own you. It will not be the author of your story anymore. That's pretty darn cool. So pray with me. Father, we give you the praise and we give you the glory. And we give you the honor. And Lord God, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for everyone here, everyone that's watching at this moment, whenever it is. I pray that you just help them, Lord God, to tune everything out in the world just for a moment and to tune in with you. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Christ, Lord God, that they would recognize, Lord God, that you are the greater story. And that your story has been pursuing them with your love has been pursuing them that you in person have been pursuing them their whole story I pray Lord God that you help them speak what they need to speak to you and understand what they need to understand in Jesus mighty name Amen if you prayed that prayer you need to contact us so we can get a hold of you I think after this whole thing is over, we're going to have the biggest baptismal event ever. We're going to have to go pick a lake or something, man, and knock this out. It's going to be a cool party, and you need to be there. All right, it's going to happen. Stay tuned. But if, this, if you've given your life to Christ, please let us know because we want to pray for you. All right? And, and we want to help lead you into what this looks like because you weren't meant to do this alone. Amen? Praise the Lord. 
Amen. We're going to sing this song uh, right now. And uh, this song, this song is, is a progression. It's just, this, it's just this progression that walks through what we just heard. It starts off with the story of creation. And it kind of moves into this, this truth of how our, our sin, how he carried the weight of our sin on his shoulder. And it moves from there, and then the fact that he offers salvation, what we just talked about. And uh, it's, so, it's so huge. And so if we can just uh, take a moment in response to what we just heard and then sing this along. Look at 